0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the second Sunday of the Coptic month, Kiah, in which we commemorate the Annunciation of Archangel Gabriel to St. Mary, the Mother of God, regarding the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the first observation in this Annunciation that the name was given by God himself through Archangel Gabriel, as he said to Saint Mary, and shall call his name Jesus. And Jesus means Savior. So the name here, not only just a name, but also to explain to us why the Son of God became man, in order to save us from our sins. And also, he told him that he will be a king. But when we read carefully the words of Archangel Gabriel, we will understand definitely this is not an earthly king. Because he told her, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever no earthly king will reign forever. One day he will die." And then he said, and of his kingdom there will be no end. There is no end for his kingdom. Here the kingship of our Lord Jesus Christ is a heavenly one. He became our king since the crucifixion. After the fall of Adam and Eve, Satan became the ruler of this world, and all the humanity were subjected to the devil. But when the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross, he bound Satan, and he released those who were taken captives. He became our king for those who believe in him and accepted him to be their savior and their king, and their Lord. And this is what we do in baptism when actually we renounce Satan, means we are rejecting Satan to be a king or a ruler over us. Then we accept the Lord Jesus Christ, which means I join the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ Started from the day of his crucifixion. And in his second coming, he will deliver the kingdom to God the Father, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. But this doesn't mean after delivering the kingdom to God the Father, he will not be king, no. As Archangel Gabriel said to Saint Mary, His kingdom shall have no end. He will actually deliver the kingdom to God the Father, as St. Paul explained in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So God the Father will be all in all. Also, Archangel Gabriel said to St. Mary, He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. No one is great except God, and the Son of the Highest, because as St. Augustine said, the Lord Jesus Christ has two births, eternal one before all ages, as we say in the Creed, begotten from the Father before all ages, and how this birth, light of light, true God of true God. Begotten, not created. This terminology is very important. He is not created. He is begotten. Begotten from the Father. That's why he is called the Son of the Highest. And the second birth in the fullness of time, the hypostasis of the Son, took flesh from St. Mary, Mother of God, and he was born as a human being. And his divinity is united to his humanity, without mingling, without confusion, and without alteration. And how this will happen? We can see the work of the Holy Trinity in the incarnation of the Son of God, as Archangel Gabriel explained to Saint Mary, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest that the power of God the Father will overshadow you. Therefore also, that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. The Son descended into the womb of St. Mary. The Father overshadowed St. Mary with his power, and the Holy Spirit descended upon her to purify and sanctify her, to be the mother of God. And also the title, Holy One. No one is holy except God. So this title, the Holy One who is to be born of you will be called Son of God. Again, another proof about the divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. And here actually, I am surprised at the response of St. Mary. Because St. Mary with all obedience, with all submission, she said to Archangel Gabriel, behold the maidservant of the Lord. She asked one question, how can this be since I do not know a man? We know that St. Mary vowed her virginity. So she asked a question, does this mean I will get married? How can this be to me since I do not know a man. And this question actually means she was not planning to marry Joseph the carpenter. Because if this betrothal was just introduction to a marriage, if any angel appeared to a betrothed girl and told her, you will conceive and you will have a son, she would expect that this would happen after marriage. If St. Mary was planning to marry Joseph, this question has no place here. But since she vowed her virginity, that's why she's asking, how can this be since I do not know a man? I vowed my virginity. And the answer that Archangel Gabriel gave her, in, in summary, as if he told her, God will take care of it. Because no one can comprehend the mystery of incarnation. He told her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the highest will overshadow you, therefore also that Holy One who is to be born will be called Son of God. And we did not see St. Mary arguing. We did not see St. Mary telling him, I don't understand what you are saying. Does this mean... I will conceive without marriage, and how this is possible. Although the words are above and beyond our comprehension, but St. Mary accepted, and in submission she said, Behold the servant of the Lord. Somebody just asked me last week, why God disciplined Zechariah but did not discipline St. Mary? St. Mary, actually, we never heard before her or after her that a girl conceived without seed of man. But for Zechariah, there are many stories like Abraham and Sarah. They were old, and in their old age, God gave them Isaac. Zechariah was a priest and advanced in age. So his faith, And because he is a priest of God, and his experience and his knowledge of the scripture shouldn't make him doubt that God can give him a son in his old age. So the question of Saint Mary is not a question of unbelief, but because it never happened, and it will never happen. The diversion give birth to a son. And St. Mary did not ask, there are many questions should be asked. How can I react when people discover my pregnancy? How I would react to Joseph when he discovered my pregnancy? And he knows that we are not married. People will think that I am adulterous. And this is actually what happened. Joseph started out in in St. Mary and he wanted to release her secret. But St. Mary, I'm amazed at her faith. I'm amazed at her submission. I'm amazed at her obedience. Definitely the Lord looked from heaven and did not find anyone like her. That's why he sent his son to be incarnate of her. St. Mary, for her humbleness, for her obedience and her submission. That's why God gave her grace. In the original text, it is not, Hail to you, highly favored one, but it is, Hail to you, O full of grace. And as St. Peter and St. James, both of them mentioned this in their letters, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And I can say, St. Mary is the most humble person in the whole creation, since Adam to the end of the ages. That's why she received grace abundantly. So indeed, she is full of grace, full of grace. Archangel Gabriel told her, Blessed are you among women. Blessed are you among women. Because there is no one like Saint Mary in her humbleness. So, what are the lessons that we learn from the story of the Annunciation? If God did all of this to save us. He emptied himself. He took the form of man. He endured a very poor life. He did not have a place to lay his head. He was humiliated. He was tortured. He was tormented. People accused him that he has Baal-i-Zabu, the ruler of the demons. And in the trial, he stood before six courts, three religious and three civil. He stood as a criminal. And the people shouted in his face, crucify him, crucify him. And all the suffering of the cross and the immortal, he accepted death unto himself to defeat the power of death. So if God did all of this to save me what I should do in reaction to this? How much love, how much dedication, how much spiritual struggle I should endure in order to make my calling and my salvation steadfast? This Annunciation put responsibility on our shoulders that we need to do whatever it takes in order to make my election and my calling steadfast. God called the people in Egypt, the Israelites, to leave the land of Egypt in order to go to the promised land. The same calling is for us to leave the love of the world in order to inherit the promised land. All the people who came out of Egypt perished in the wilderness, as St. Paul explained in his letter to Hebrews. except two. Why? Because lack of faith. Why? Because they did not fight the good fight. So they were called They were elected, but they did not reach the Promised Land because they did not live Godly life. They did not follow the commandments of God. That's why St. Paul, in his letter to Hebrews, he's warning us. Yes, we are called and we are elected to inherit the kingdom of heaven. But be careful. Lest we lose this if we are not devout, if we are not committed, if we are not dedicated, if we are not fighting the good fight, if we are not finishing our race. Another lesson from the story of Annunciation. How to trust God with your life. St. Mary trusted God with her life when she said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Many times we are against the will of God. I want my will to be done, not the will of God. We think that we are wiser than God, or we know better than God. Saint Mary was in a very situation She can actually say to Archangel Gabriel, here are my stipulations or my condition to accept this. You need to promise me that you will defend me. You will appear in a miraculous way to clear my name that I'm not adulterous. But Samaria didn't do this. She trusted God completely. And when she said, let it be to me according to your word, Let your will be done in my life, not my will anymore. Many times when there is the will of God is very clear in the commandment. But we are hesitant, we are reluctant to do the will of God. And we say, no, this will cannot be applied in the 21st century. As if the word of God is not suitable for every time and every place. And we trust our will more, and we want to apply our will. And at the end, we fail, because who is the counselor of God that may teach him? Who is the wisest person that can instruct God, as St. Paul said? Let us be humble like Saint Mary, and accept the will of God in our life with submission, with obedience, and also with joy, not with grumbling and complaining. We thank God that He sent His Son to the world in order to save us, in order to deliver us from the bondage of the enemy and to make us His children and to open the paradise of joy and the kingdom of heaven to all of us. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.